Welcome to a new podcast. This is Everything with Everett, a talk show podcast hosted by Everett McConaughey from Boise, Idaho. The purpose of this production is to share thoughts, voices, and information to further a discussion on who we are as individuals, communities, and a global presence. Everything with Everett is open to all topics of discussion, faith, religion, history, finances, and well, everything. Follow, like, listen, and subscribe. Visit EverettMcConaughey.com. This episode focuses on religion and the very human basis that most teachings seem to be anchored in. Religion seems to be more of a form of escapism to deal with ongoing oppressive cycle of the human condition. This podcast was recorded on March 1st, 2021. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode this week of Everything with Everett. I'm your host, Everett McConaughey from Boise, Idaho. Born and raised in the Treasure Valley. Love it here. It has its downfalls, but a lot of good things, too. So, today, I would like to talk about religion um, along the Christianity side of religion. That was what I grew up in, uh, the Christian church, namely the American Baptist, Southern Baptist. I'm familiar with the LDS Mormon church and due to a lot of my family members being LDS. It's also a very heavy um, religious presence here in Idaho and Utah down south of us. Um, personally, I, in my adult years, have subscribed more to the United Methodist approach, but now I'm not anti-God by any means. I, I, it has a place, so I don't want you to think that I'm anti-religion and callous to the good that it actually represents in this country and our world. Um... But there's this, there's a few things that I just don't understand. Um, like you, growing up, you know, you always heard about like, oh, well, you, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. You just have to accept it. Um, you're forgiven. You go to heaven. Like it's between you and God. Seems rather unfair because in in reality, on on face value, someone who's a murderer, you know, spent their whole life just taking advantage of people could in theory um, say, Hey, I, I found Jesus and I accepted him, but there's no way for us to know whether that's true, whether that's, you know, um, valid. So in, in, in theory, you know, some of us can live our whole lives being good um, and then go to heaven, or some of us could be bad and then accept God and then possibly go to heaven. If, if what's in the Bible is indeed true, then that's what would happen. But like I said, we have no way to know whether that's true or not. No one's come back and said, hey, all this stuff is just, you know, fake. Like, we don't know. It's our best guess. And I think that so many people take the Bible very literally when in reality, excuse me, the Bible should be taken as a literary source. It's a story of hey, if you're a bad person, bad things could come to you. Not, 
you know, there's, there's things that we don't actually do in our society and we would never think of doing, um, you know, such as stoning people to death or judging them on the spot. We believe in a certain decorum of process and law, yet then there's other individuals that will literally take a section out of the Bible that was misinterpreted and weaponized for an agenda of a bygone era and use it against people as God's truth. When in reality, it's not. Um, so one of the, some of the things that I would like to highlight today that I just don't understand about the Christian faith and things that are taught in our churches that just frankly have a very human uh, lens and aspect to them. So one that I'm sure you know anyone's heard if you've spent any time in a Christian church is when you die, at, you know, this is the devil's domain and kingdom. And then, you know, someday the second coming of Jesus will happen. He'll come to earth. Um, all Christians will be reunited. The dead will be risen. Um, you know, you like, there's this weird concept that like, even if like you, you know, got in a massive car wreck that your body will be made whole, made whole. And, you'll be the most perfect form of yourself. Or if you have like a really bad crippling disease, you'll be perfectly healed and, and perfectly beautiful. I mean, there's there's a whole nother set of messaging right there that maybe you're not beautiful if you are afflicted with something. Like that's totally wrong. Um, if that is at some point some of the intended wording, you know, maybe you were just meant to have this problem. That's just your DNA and... You know, that's made you who you are. But why? Just some things I don't get. Like when you talk about what what you do in heaven, this theoretical heaven, um, supposedly we're going up there and we're just singing the praise of Jesus all day long. Like that's all we do. But then there comes this time of like, you know, when someone, a family member dies, they're like, oh, well, they're in heaven and you'll see them again someday. Well, if we're all up, praising Jesus, why are we spending time looking for grandma and grandpa, mom and dad, your brother or sister? Um, why does it matter if if we're all in a good place in heaven if God comes back to the earth? Why do we want our bodies back? Like, I don't know, just there's a very mortal lens to religion that I've tried asking pastors about in the past and nobody can really explain that. Like, I get if if you don't have something to believe in higher than yourself and you just, like, this world is pretty downright depressing and evil um, if you didn't have something to give you hope. So I see that as a good thing for religion, that, you know, things could be better. But I also see it as a tool that could be misused by individuals that want to take advantage of others, you know, um, pastors that are over mega churches in Texas and getting all their money and buying, you know, private jets. Like they're living, they're living in the kingdom right now. And all these people, you know, are affected by this weather down in Texas and nowhere to go homeless and cold. And this pastor, man of the cloth, man of God is living high on the hog. And I think that, there's a slippery, dangerous slope in religion where you kind of get taught 
don't question the status quo. Like, like, um, you know, it, it sucks that you, you know, are down on your luck, that you're poor, that you're about to die, but have faith, you know, God will take care of you in the next life. What if there is no next life? What if that's their way of getting you to quit fighting for what is yours for fighting who you are? Um, and then also like, there's a saying that I've heard, you know, God created us in his likeness, in his image. So in theory, if you truly embrace that, we are gods. We are equals to God. Um, we don't have, you know, all the divine powers of, you know, he said, let there be light and there was light. We, we can't create a universe. I mean, I've, you know, tried creating a new world and nothing ever happens. So, you know, if that's your power, then great. Uh, but we don't have, so we don't have those types of powers. Um, but if we're created in, in his likeness, then we should be respected individually as God would respect us. Um, so I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I just, I encourage anyone listening to this that believes in religion that, you know, isn't questioning things. Think about that. What's the point of God building us a mansion? I mean, if we're truly up there to sing his praises, who cares if we have a house of our own? Or who cares if we're with our family forever? Because we're supposed to be praising Jesus, right? Um, I think that it's a tool to take advantage of people. I think it, it's a useful tool to give people a sense of community and oneness, a sense of fellowship. If you have, you know, in the AA programs, they use religion quite heavily as a path of accountability and it's just great for people who don't think for themselves or are kind of more of a more of a victim mindset like things are happening to them and not being accountable for what they're actually doing in this world um it's just a lot of a, a child's type um approach of oh if you're a bad boy you're going to get spanked when in reality we're we're capable of much higher thought. And that kind of brings me into specifically the Catholic Church. I've never gone, I've attended Catholic Church ser, uh, services and ceremonies, but I, I've never attended like a mass and I've never bought into that whole thing. Um, but you look at the traditional layout of, of the Catholic Church and you've got you know, the Pope who is supposedly uh, connected to God and that's the person that God has chosen and he speaks to. And then you have your priest and then the priest says, oh, well, this is what we're supposed to do this week and this is what God is saying. This is what the Pope is saying. And you have the stained glass windows that were actually made for people who were illiterate. See pictures and like, oh, I know that story. I've heard it and here's a picture. It's, it's like cartoons for children. And... I don't understand in the age of 2021 when we all have a smart device in our palms and our pockets how the Catholic Church works because I personally don't believe 
that I need someone to be my intermediary between me and God. Um, I believe that I can talk to God directly. I can pray out in my front yard. I can pray at the lake. I can pray in the church. I don't need someone to say, oh, I'm smarter than you, and here's here's what you're missing. Um, so I've, I feel like these the religious structures classically have been built for people that didn't know any better for themselves, that couldn't think for themselves, that frankly just didn't have the education to do that. And they served a purpose back in the day. Taught people how to read and write. Taught people how to think outside of their current situation. But we're kind of moving past that. And there's still a lot of control manipulation and, like I said, a very human mortal lens that no one can really validate in today's day and age in the world of religion. So I encourage you to think about that. If you believe in God, great. Keep it up. Uh, challenge it. I, I firmly am a believer of the saying that I've said myself. Faith without question is no faith at all. If you have never questioned what you believe, who you believe in, or why you believe in something, it's not really your faith. You are doing what was taught to you by your parents or told to you by a priest or some religious person of authority, and I encourage you to challenge it. I challenged my own beliefs down to looking for validity in an atheist point of view. It was very eye-opening. I see a lot of points in their argument but I also see enough that prove that the Bible could be true as well. Keep in mind, Bible was written 300 years after Jesus, and Jesus was not a Christian because he is Jesus the Christ. Anyway, challenge your beliefs. Look at religion as a form of escapism from the human condition. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation. Send a text message or leave a voicemail at 208-391-2808. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and several podcasting platforms. All the information at everettmcconaughey.com.